0: And so we're rolling. And we're live. Yeah, and kicking. Well, we're live. Yeah, well, no, kicking, kicking a bit. So, Simon, uh, well, this, is, this is the impact narrative, masterminded by our uh, supremo, Roz.
1: Indeed, season two, episode two.
0: Uh, yes, indeed. and. Um,
1: you did it last season, you were counting down with the episodes, or counting up. Yeah. So I, I'm going to do the same thing this, this well, season.
0: Well, excellent. Season
1: two, episode two. And I'm wearing another ridiculous pair
0: of trousers. Oh, yes, of course. And shoes as well. And the, uh, the Southgate-type waistcoat.
1: You see, I'm offended at that.
0: Right, good. I was, good. It was intentional. I was wearing
1: the waistcoat before Southgate.
0: Right, yeah. So Southgate wears the Mabin style. It was style. BS. Right. Was it? It was. Before Southgate. Too. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Or that's... something else. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yes, good. But anyway, how anyway, are you, Mark? Uh, well, reasonably, thank you. Reasonably You're good. At the start of term. Yeah, yeah. Just had a, a lecture in the third year group and uh, harangued them Britain's on role in the world. Sort of before nineteen forty-five. So right, okay. yeah, it's all grist to the mill, and they and did you survived. recommend
1: any key texts?
0: Well, uh, British foreign policy since, uh, ironically, <laughs> because there is a chapter in there about there British is. foreign policy before nineteen forty-five. So, I
1: recall correctly, that was one of the longer chapters in the book,
0: and best. Well, <laughs> yes. According to the many kind critics. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, so in a very well in a packed and not at all upbeat program this week, we have uh, well just basically topics which are. Of importance and of interest. And those two things don't necessarily need to be the same
1: No sort of and categories. Nice cheery stuff. I mean literally talking about the end of the world today, Mark.
0: Excellent. Good. Just, well my lecture wasn't quite that bad, but oh, right, um, okay.
1: well mine's tomorrow. Ah, uh, okay, right. So So there's time mark. There's man time. The lifeboats. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, nice two o'clock. Is it two o'clock or two thirty slot? Okay. Ninety minute on the Friday afternoon.
0: I'll jot it down in my diary. So and, and quite a lot of this stuff concerns kind of America. It does. Um, and where do you want to start of current developments? Well,
1: uh, if I say I was I was going on on TV the, a couple of days ago.
0: Well, I wouldn't <coughs> be surprised about that. Excuse me. Uh, I, I hope you didn't talk cough.
1: About, um, about a Saudi journalist.
0: Oh right, that doesn't concern America. Directly. No, it doesn't. But right, okay.
1: I was bumped.
0: Ah. Because of oh, the UN. Ah, <laughs> right. Excuse uh-huh. me. Yeah, yeah, that happened to Theresa May last year at the conference and she never recovered. Things kept falling down. We should do that. Get them oh, to. You yeah, the The famous that. racket. We should have added some ABBA. We should, never mind. There's never, it's never the wrong time for a bit of ABBA. No, what did you make of that? Because
1: the tape. The I thought thing, their last made, albums last were a
0: bit self referential. Sorry, oh, right, what I make of the dancing? Yeah. We're not talking about my stuff, it, this is oh, your no, no, we're stage. We're going to kick off with this now. Okay. Uh, oh, well, I mean, uh, we right, got. It's one of the
1: most awkward things I think I've ever seen.
0: Ah, but you don't bear in mind how people felt when they were there, because awkwardness or slight embarrassment is close kin to sympathetic understanding whatever and so if there are people in the audience who came prepared to be angry at the message then that was a very good way of making them well putting them off guard basically because it was self-deprecating it was uh and uh, uh it was gauche but then that's the thing that it's mm-hmm. almost like saying i do things like this first of all because i've got a personality um but also Prime i Minister. Mm. I don't know, yeah, of course she does uh, it's just not media friendly simple as that, Friends. but then in a way this is media friendly, because it's so not media friendly, it's friendly mm. whereas the people who are larger than life and extrovert, make everyone a bit, by a certain amount of exposure, they begin to lose some of their appeal so Indeed. she was saying um, I don't take myself too seriously and It was also, I'm sure she doesn't, all politicians want to be loved. But I think she is less bothered about that than quite a lot of other people. And so she was kind of saying, even if you think that I'm a bit uh, embarrassing or whatever, uh, then you, well, it's disarming, shall we say. To mm. those people, and uh, I think that set the tone for the speech, which obviously was going to be a uh, an evasive speech. Sure. And I think, yeah, I a mean, long. Long story short, I think it it worked until <laughs> until then. You know, uh, DUP Northern Ireland border cold mm. dose of reality. David Davis letter. Um, oh, yeah, too much to talk about and too disastrous to talk about, and all this is deflecting attention from the problems of the Italian economy, the world stock markets are taking a nosedive, but we still think the world revolves around Brexit and somebody dancing. Um, but that's
1: the crazy thing though, right? We're, we're at a time when when Britain is facing a particularly serious challenge to uh, to not only its, its political future, but also the very future of the Union,
0: mm. and... It, it More than one challenge, the future of the union. Well,
1: indeed. But it seems odd to me that the Prime Minister would think that the best thing to do would be to dance on stage to provide a moment of, of levity and humour. No.
0: Well, well, I think there's a song uh, by a Swedish foursome right. uh, called um, Dance While the Music Still Goes On. And we should have that on, in the background. So,
1: so, isn't there a song called Waterloo.
0: Well, there is, but yes, that could be appetite as well, but, um, or dancing with tears in your eyes, or <laughs> no, da- dance while the music still goes. There's one of the early ones, and when they, before fame mm-hmm. made them. Uh, even more mawkish and sentimental. Well, there are so.
1: rumours about them playing Glastonbury this year, so I wonder if they'll have a special guest dancer on stage. Well,
0: Jeremy Corbyn is is well, lined up, popular. I would <laughs> thought. Anyway, this is all taking grist grist away from your your mill. But yeah, I mean, yeah. That's twice Again,
1: in, uh, in one session, you've said that now.
0: In yeah, well, John Stewart, grist to your John Stewart is a cockney rhyming <laughs> slang, has it not? Um, uh, first thing, yeah, that. Um, Those who disliked Theresa May and her message before, after with the speech, were not going to be feeling any different, I don't think. But while the speech was happening, that entrance made it less likely that she would get any booing or anything. You don't boo somebody who makes a fool of themselves. That's the point.
1: Okay, that's, that's certainly true.
0: Unless it's in my lectures, which, uh, or unless it's uh, Man United at half time.
1: <laughs> well, that's something else to discuss, I guess.
0: Mm, no. On with your stuff. Brexit's a mess.
1: Brexit's a mess.
0: And it's going to get horrible, really. Horrible, but just, well, know, we'll
1: come back to that. A the bit can later is still
0: being road. kicked down the road and other cliches, but the can is getting. The worms are, you know, <laughs> swarming all over the can.
1: And the road is running out. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that in a little bit.
0: Will we? All right. We will. So, we will. the UN. So, so you, you were rudely he, uh, interrupted by the UN.
1: Yeah, by a resignation.
0: Yeah, who is uh, somebody I'd never heard of. Really? Yeah, I'm the, I'm the man on the street for this programme. I'd never heard of this person. Never and now she's going to be uh, Liz Hurley, or whatever she's called. Right. In Doesn't all
1: seriousness, it? her name is...
0: Go on. No, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. Nikki? Right. Yeah, she's only been envoy for about two years, hasn't she? And she, she was has. I know she was governor of South, uh, South Carolina... And that she is going to be president in two thousand and twenty.
1: She said she will not stand.
0: Well, there you are. She'll be.
1: It was a a very very odd press conference that she gave with the uh, with President Trump, where she was. Very, very clear. I'm not standing. Mm. I'm resigning to spend more time with my family, and, and at which point the bells start ringing. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. What's she done? What is she involved in? Is yeah, oh, the, right, that's the standard, thing. Um,
0: well, she's involved in the Trump administration, isn't she? And that's bad yeah. enough, really. Well, that, that's enough to make you want to duck out.
1: It, it certainly does. Mm. And she's very clear she doesn't want to stand in 2020. She doesn't want to stand against Mr Trump. Mm. That's assuming, of course, that that Mr Trump will be allowed to stand in that election. Mm. And,
0: there are lots of potential escape routes there, aren't yeah, there? Yeah,
1: there are. But it's interesting to hear the type of reception that she's got. There's a lot of people talking about her in very deferential terms. Mm. A lot of people are talking about her as a, a moderate Republican, which I think says a great deal about the state of the grand old party, <laughs> if, if Mrs Hadley is one of the, um, the moderates.
0: Right, and other people uh, are paying you the compliment of trying to know what her name was. Oh, indeed. Or yeah. is? Liz. Is that, that's me, isn't it? That, yeah, that's you. We'll, Never mind.
1: We'll kick that can down the road as well. <laughs> but um, mm. yeah, it, it, it's, it's very odd, but I think it, mm. it shows the chaos.
0: Mm. But, but well, no, I, I wonder though, I mean, uh, if you are the American envoy to the UN, then you're presiding over, well, you're doing that job while the regime is making lots of anti-UN yeah. decisions and noises, therefore you do it for long enough to put it on your CV and then, then resign at a moment when perhaps things are not as bad as they're about to get. Is that right, do you think? Perhaps. She got out while the going was bad, but not as bad as it's going to be.
1: But it, it seemed that she was, bizarrely, given the time at which she was operating, she was generally well regarded by other world leaders and other mm. other UN diplomats. It seemed she was a people person. She was generally well right. regarded. In spite of her towing the, the Trumpian line, in spite of a very strong pro-Israel and converse the anti-palestinian agenda that was mm. was um, deeply unpopular with many in the in the general assembly and in spite of that she was very well regarded
0: yeah was, well i mean no doubt they probably thought that uh, she was some kind of restraining influence on mr trump rightly or wrongly mm. uh,
1: but anyway she's she's gone yeah there's a lot of discussion about who's going to be the next special envoy next ambassador to the un
0: yeah well suggestions that it might be Really, mm. right, right. Isn't well, that would hilarious. be hilarious.
1: Been put forward a couple of times, and that's
0: that is Cockney rhyming slang, isn't it? Yes.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: it is. Yeah, but anyway, good. Right. Well, so, that would be fantastic. Of that uncertainty,
1: w- particularly yeah. as the um, as the the elections are taking place in less than a month.
0: Indeed, and on that note, because yes, and then you, are we going to segue into Kavanaugh QC? Uh, well, yeah,
1: and this mm. is a, a very tricky one, I guess. Yeah, a, a very disconcerting one. Mm. Coming at a time of of Me Too. Coming at a time of of a great political upheaval in the in the states. Mm. Serious racial tensions. Serious political tensions. Mm. And he's now been accepted onto the uh, Supreme Court.
0: Yes, mm. uh, yes yeah, so amidst, uh, I mean, I I think that um, it'll it's ended up being an issue which has rallied. Mr. Trump's base in a very useful way because he's made all these deliberately provocative remarks, which um, uh, I think will probably end up increasing the turnout on his side in the midterm elections. Uh, it's not going to win him any friends anywhere else, but uh, or among moderate Republicans yeah. like the envoy person.
1: But that's not what we're not what he's interested in. He's not wanting mm. to. To win new friends, he's never going to win That's new it. friends. That's it. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's going to energise his base. And I think uh, the trouble is that if you look at the figures, the Democrats have raised so much more money; they are pretty energised. I think, th- I think that this will have the bad effect this is the trouble with all of these populist or you know controversial causes and people who've won that the other side realises that they ought to be more energised and stop the thing from happening. Yeah. And so second time around, all we need... If, if he stokes the fire, the flames will... Ignite on the other side as well as his own, I think. And that yeah. this is the perfect issue. I mean, certainly among women. Yeah, um, I should think that there will be some defectors from the Republican camp. Although the polls suggest that most support him, but that means that some don't yeah. um, on the Republican side. So, yeah.
1: And uh, one of our colleagues on Twitter, someone who was, uh-huh. was suggested as a special guest for today's episode...
0: You don't mean... Richard Johnson, Esquire, Doctor Johnson. I've I presume do
1: Doctor Johnson. Yeah, Doctor R Johnson. We contacted Dr. his people. M. Johnson. We his couldn't get him over. Said no. No. But uh, he was suggesting on Twitter that that this could could skew the um, the bench, the Supreme Court, very right. much in the Republicans' favor, given the demographics of the
0: bench. Yeah. However, we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see. But what what tends to happen with the Supreme Court is the most unlikely people become more of the. Su- you know, it looks like there's no longer a swing justice that there's i think what is it um five against four now or whatever there's um four against three or three against two there's a there's a majority for the um yeah. for the for the, for the, the the right you would say um however what tends to happen is that when there is a definite majority for one side and no casting vote. Somebody who previously was identified with one of the sides suddenly becomes more undecided because I and mean, that's just the court's ethos, I guess sure and this is the perfect time for any moderate Republican, if there is such a thing, uh to become undecided because that yeah. me as much as anything it's not just good for the court because it makes the court look like it actually thinks about things rather than doing a knee-jerk yep. uh, partisan thing. Uh, but it's also very good for the swing person who gets lobbied an awful lot more and uh, just becomes regarded as the epitome of the checks and balances of the US Constitution. It's not a bad way to end your tenure in the Supreme Court, Is to be regarded as the embodiment of the us mm-hmm. constitution so i think and also the democrats have raised the flag of impeachment and it's be it's kind of rebounded on them in the short term but i think that that's putting a marker down i think that you know if the climate changes
1: we'll get on to climate change yeah yeah
0: if the climate changes in, in the in the senate if the midterm elections go a particular way then the proceedings which are being scorned by trump at the moment you just never know. The, the, so I think he, he's either going to have to uh, not be as harmful as you think he might, and certainly there's the a chance he might, or uh, it could be that his tenure is not all that right. secure.
1: Well, let's wait and see, I guess. Uh, we'll see how it all starts to, to pan out. But mm. what I thought was interesting as well, in the run-up to the midterms, there have been some people who've been uh, trying to get out the vote. There's been a big get-out-the-vote campaign. That's drawn some support and one one particularly uh, famous Yeah, star, I heard about this. Did you? Well, I'll test yeah. it in a second. Has pinned their colours to the mast?
0: You nearly know, said her there, because I, I think I know who this is. Smart. I've talked about this in seminars,
1: because
0: so, I've heard of her, but I never knowingly heard any noise that she's made. Right, uh, so, but so she's called Taylor me. Swift.
1: No. Damn!
0: It is. Yay! <laughs> it is. Taylor
1: Swift has come out against Mr. Trump. Yeah. And people are suggesting that she can turn Tennessee red. Wow. Which would be a, a bold claim, and
0: yeah, to uh, require a lot of paint. But um, mm. yeah, I'm sure if anyone can do it, Taylor can. Tay Tay. Yeah, the I next believe. UN envoy because our name recognition is good with Taylor Swift. Tay Tay. So. Right, Tato, is that her? Apparently,
1: that's what the cool kids are saying.
0: Excellent. But I'm sure the cool kids have moved on a long, long way from yeah, there. Uh, uh, as soon as somebody gets talked about by the media, that you know that that's the end. Probably. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, good. Anyway, yeah, so- yeah, bad news for Trump, hey?
1: Mm, well,. Kanye West's on
0: his side. Yeah, well, that's bad news. <laughs> I don't know, because I think I might have heard some noise he makes, and it, I don't like that kind of stuff, and I don't like her kind of stuff. I like, dance while the music still goes on. I think you might on. be
1: pleasantly surprised by
0: Tate, eh? mm. but
1: we'll, um, I'm too old for that maybe kind we'll, of we'll malarkey. Do on the next episode on, of The Impact Narrative, we'll, um, mm. we'll do a taste test.
0: OK, OK, yeah, well, I won't know any of the artists. Well, be and the, the, yeah. Neither will
1: I, for that matter. But anyway, mm. moving swiftly on. Right. You mentioned media. Uh, is, yes. I think this is where we, we get a little bit more serious.
0: No. None of the um, stuff we mentioned. Oh, yeah, of course, a lot but, um, more serious. Yeah, the case We've just of, laughed in, in, in the face of misery and the other, all the other yeah. things are gloomy. But well, this is, yeah. Jamal Yeah, this is not... Which mm. is
1: particularly worrying. Mm. I think it's a case of a, a Saudi dissident... Who, who went into the Turkish, uh, to, sorry, to the Saudi consulate in Istanbul mm. over a week ago? Mm-hmm. The CCTV footage of him walking in mm-hmm. and not of him walking out. Yeah. And he's not been seen since. There are a lot of uh, rumors flying around, a lot of concerns about what's happened to him. Mm. And I certainly don't want to fuel any of those rumors because mm. I think it's deeply offensive to his family and. Problematic, but there's a a lot of suggestion that yeah that he's been killed
0: yeah yeah Um and uh, so I mean the the uh, I, I, do dissidents abroad the Saudi regime got a history perhaps of I'm I'm speculating here in a way which uh, you know you may think is off color but uh, do they have a history because this seems to be so extreme in terms of the, uh, the risks of relations fraying with other states. But I think
1: it's interesting, before we get on to that, is just to give a bit of context about Jamal Khashoggi. He's mm. very well connected, mm. a dissident in self-exile, self-imposed exile. There's someone who, who has very good relations, uh, relationships with, with prominent officials in Saudi. Mm. He is certainly outspoken. But he's not the sort of the bastion of liberal values that many would, would frame him as. Right. He's, he's still an advocate of the death penalty in certain cases. And he's, um, he's been quite critical of a number of other rather dubious moral um, issues. Right. And so it's, it's interesting that he, he left Saudi of his own free will because he was fearing for the political context... He was beginning to speak out against the Al Saud, mm. and they don't particularly have a, a strong track record of, of right. doing things that other states maybe are or better known for. Mm. Not mentioning any Russian, sorry, names or mm.
0: or British uh, yeah. during the fifties, of course, not not, of course. not not during the Northern Ireland troubles, anything like that.
1: Mm. So there's there's not really a track record there.
0: Mm. But in recent weeks,
1: Mr. Khashoggi has been expressing concerns and fears about what's going to happen to him. He's expressed concerns about his own safety, about the safety of his family, Mm -hmm. and yet he walked willingly, seemingly, into a Saudi consulate.
0: Yeah, but then you just assume that if something is going to happen to you, it's unlikely to happen to you there. I would have thought. Well... Um, the 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 reach of these secret services. I know some of the recent attempts, the Russian uh, example, seem, on the face of it, to be um, not the best planned operations or whatever. But you would have thought, if somebody was determined to get rid of a particular thorn in the flesh, that um, there would be ways of making sure that a misfortune occurred outside a cons- you know somewhere other than a consulate, because that does rather say if something has happened to this gentleman that. Um, we don't need to go very far to look for the nation that's behind it.
1: Particularly when you think that the CCTV cameras were turned off, yeah, and the consulate and that all of the right. the local Turkish staff were given the day off. Ah, it's all very very odd. Yeah, very odd. Mm. But of and, course, mm. there have been very strong Saudi denials
0: from yeah. a
1: number of different sources.
0: Yeah, because the evidence is so slender against them that you would have thought, you know, mm. fair enough. But uh, has he said anything about Yemen? Mr Khashoggi, Mr...
1: He was an outspoken critic of the Yemen war, yes.
0: Yeah, well, you know, um, it would seem to be that that would be the kind of dissident with a profile abroad that may be irksome to... Perhaps, mm, perhaps. Which I mean, he'd again... spent
1: time in Washington, though. He'd mm. already spent time in Washington. Mm. And had gone back to Istanbul. But... I I was asked this question a, a couple of days ago. What What are the potential repercussions of this? Mm. And I think it's difficult because it's hard to see any any state severing ties with oh, the Saudis. Well. Mm.
0: No, but but you you, you kind of make an, a note, don't you? It's mm. a kind of a um, a marker. Yeah. Should we say that this is a regime which is in danger, if all of the speculation around this is true, it's a regime which is in danger of joining a renegade list, isn't it? And and, and yeah, the British were particularly outspoken in their demand for an explanation or whatever. Um, and, OK, that's by British standards when you're dealing with Saudi Arabia. Normally it's that's a case of, can you explain why you're such a wonderful country? That kind of... Um, yeah. Uh, request is put in, but this time it was a lot sharper. Yeah, um,
1: but there are um, all kinds of strategic, economic reasons why it will be difficult for for Britain in particular to sever ties. Oh yeah, but I think oh sever ties? No, no, is, no. But mm. is the court of public opinion? there is a massive mm. loss against the Saudis now mm. in the court of public opinion.
0: Yeah. Oh, sure. Absolutely. You couldn't do anything. I mean, well, that's why the consp- I'm sure the conspiracy theorists are at work. Um, with all sorts of explanations of what's happened because a conspiracy theorist couldn't really have done better mm. to, uh, you know, it's oh. set up for somebody to say that this is all fake news.
1: Well, it is. Mm. It
0: is, but, and... Yeah, but anyway... It's a another...
1: worrying time, I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and, and, and mysterious. And, and you'd say kind of out of character, but then you would probably say in character, but it's out of character for it to be so blatant. Well, it's
1: out of character for it mm. to be so blatant. It's out of character for this type of thing to happen mm. internationally. Yeah. There, there are mm. people with very legitimate and strong concerns about the Saudi regime. Mm. There are people who reject those and say that they are politically charged. But mm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, Edit that out, Roz. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely cut that bit. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think it is one of those areas that, that takes on political um, political meaning. In how it's all framed and how the story is told, so it's it's a very delicate time. I think we hope that there's just been some massive mix-up and,
0: mm. um, and well, it's uh, disappeared
1: somewhere. Yeah, but
0: you could also say, you know, that this is um, uh, perhaps taking it further than it needs to 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 go into speculation. But if supposing a real accident happened to Mr. Khashoggi in the consulate, then would the 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 saudi regime would still be blamed mm-hmm. um you know so you could say that the case looks extremely damning against them and uh, it does. however there are just the, you can cling to a fig leaf of an alternative <laughs> <laughs> explanation good yeah. anyway so well so i mean we let's have... hope that again this isn't further although again the middle east this is a well publicized terrible thing that's happening
1: and, yeah, and it continues continues without and Syria any continues. yeah yeah
0: and so again it's, it's kind of like individualizing or whatever um, uh, focusing on an individual rather than an ongoing catastrophe but then it's,
1: it's easier to focus on the oh, sure. on the case of one high profile individual yeah. and 22 million people in need of in dire need of humanitarian yeah. aid yeah yeah it's easier to process yeah but speaking oh, well. of, of people and millions of people in need of aid and assistance, we're going to close today's show very soon, but after a report that says that we have 12 years...
0: Oh, yeah.
1: ...to save the planet. Aye. 12 years, Mark.
0: Yeah. To
1: um, to prevent mm. environmental catastrophe.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, um, but the trouble is with that, I mean, obviously, this is clutching a, a figure, isn't it? Uh. If you believe that, that that would be a moderate forecast because if you believe the full case, then there's nothing we can do to save the planet because it's all the damage is all done.
1: If you look back at discourse from from people who've been speaking and writing about this over the past 20 hmm. years, 30 years, you'll see there are a number of points, yeah, number of years where it is too late to do anything past this point or past this point yeah yeah and 2017 was the last point in which we could do anything about keeping the uh, the global temperature rise up, uh, below 2 degrees that's right. been and gone yeah. failed yeah so now this seems like another of those instances right. another sort of an arbitrary target yeah but there's going to come a time when we really cannot do anything
0: Yeah, I I would sense that if the climate change argument, the man-made, human-made climate change argument is is verified in full, then there is nothing we could do. And then, of course, you know... that um, Pretty
1: comfortably verified. I don't think there's there's much... But, I mean,
0: every last bit of it, and the evidence is all connected with human activity rather than sunspots or whatever the climate change deniers will will talk about. But... um, yeah, but you know that means the show's really only got 12, twelve more years to run. Twelve seasons to go. Well, you know that's uh, well, three
1: we we good could... innings. Though.
0: Yeah, exactly, and uh, we'll wonder why we are ever talking about Taylor Swift. Who? yeah she's a un um, envoy isn't she that oh, just resigned oh, that
1: was it yeah she served for a month in 2019
0: mm. yeah well of course anyway good and so, so um, we've done brexit we haven't done back. any sport we haven't done any books of the week we well, uh, we're also out of time right oh blast but so, anyway um, we'll have to double it was all the getting, getting so week. really really um entertaining at that point um
1: yeah, on that <clears throat> cheery note then, Mark, I guess we'll say uh, until next time.
0: Yes, indeed. Yeah, well, and, but no, you say subscribe, uh, tweet, uh, retweet, um, uh, put some comments on.
1: And you'll be able to subscribe to us on iTunes very, very soon. Wow. Which is very exciting, and also other podcast outlets. So, very exciting.
0: Yes, it is. (laughs) We're doomed, but but we're 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 on iTunes. It's like your old
1: joke about taking Poly 100 and down the pub you'll know that we're doomed, but after taking this course you'll know why we're doomed.
0: Exactly. Yeah, the the old ones are the best. Indeed. And with that we'll bid you all good evening, morning. Good night and good luck. Yeah, because people might be watching this at a time of day other than the afternoon which we're now in.
1: Good afternoon and good luck. Yeah. Good
0: morning and good luck. And may Taylor Swift go with you.